BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So next segment... It might be the all-time best Kamala Harris clip. I know that's a heck of a thing to say. It sounds like hyperbole. But I think it is the best. It's our all-time. If you combine nonsensical with length, it's the all-time best. <laughs> I understand that that sounds like saying Babe Ruth is having his best season. Um that's an exceptional claim. It is spectacular. So stay tuned. We solemnly pledge to bring that to you, segment two. And, and you know what? It's not just mockery, although I really enjoy that. Freaking Joe Biden announced yesterday he's running for president. Three quarters of the country doesn't want him to because he's too old. Mm-hmm. What happens if he can't finish a term? She's president. There is a 0% chance he could finish his second term. I mean, it just, it can't happen. Then she's president, so right. it is, I mean, it is newsworthy to play the clip we're going to play next segment of her. I would agree completely. Um, one quick note before we get into the bulk of the segment, which has to do with um, the solemn, absolutely, practically biblical truths we were told during COVID that turned out not to be true, and there's a reason to bring it to you, but... First, I'm beyond cynical about politics. You know, the giant boondoggle of the Inflation Reduction Act, which did the opposite and was trillions of dollars spread all over the place. 
There was $800 million, <clears throat> which is an unthinkable amount of money, dedicated to um, maintaining or improving national parks uh, to reduce the maintenance backlog at park service sites specifically. There are rules in place. There are laws in place for how that money is to be apportioned. The National Park Service broke all of its own rules and sent 25% of that money, $200 million, to one of the 435 park districts, National Parks districts. One out of 435 got 25% of the money. Nancy Pelosi's pet project, the Presidio, which is a wonderful park in San Francisco. If you ever get a chance to visit it, don't have anything in your car because everything will get stolen. <laughs> but it's beautiful. It was beautiful before it got a fifth of a billion dollars sent its way. Again, and I could go into detail, but you can probably guess the rest. This is absolutely against all of the Park Service rules. Sure. But they went ahead and did it. It's a parting gift. It's a thanks for being Speaker of the House. On your way out the door. Here you go. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yep. Nice story. Think of that as you pay your taxes. So anyway, uh, the reason I'm bringing this up, 10 myths told by COVID experts that are now debunked, is not because I'm obsessed with COVID exactly, although that was such a great laboratory, no pun intended, to witness how power functions, how it works, how leadership or manipulation of the public goes when you give a government a lot of money. It was a fantastic case study. Horrible, but fantastic. So I'll just go through the myths real quick. Jack, feel free to uh, comment as you like, uh, naturally. Uh, misinformation, if you will. That's a hot term. Misinformation number one. Natural immunity offers little protection compared to the vaccinated immunity. Heard that over and over again, um, wow. even though it was debunked by many studies. And and by the way, the fact that natural immunity protects you against severe disease has been known since the Athenian plague of 430 B.C. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, yeah, so that whole, this is a the, an epidemic of the unvaccinated. They really should have been throwing in, uh, or if you've had it already you have natural immunity and they never did and there were you know gazillions of people that had already had covid right right uh misinformation number two masks prevent covid transmission now this one i've got to throw in a little subtlety i don't like the way it's worded on an individual individual basis wearing a properly fitted proper mask can help protect you against respiratory disease it absolutely can but across the population masks and mask mandates did not help there's no solid data showing that it does and they go into some detail on that but uh moving along misinformation number three school closures reduce covid transmission the cdc ignored europe imagine that and transmission rates were no different, evidenced by studies conducted in Spain and Sweden and the United States. Yeah, that will always stand out to me as the worst thing of the entire COVID episode was the shutting down the schools because I had two school-aged kids that were suffering because of it, and it, there was no benefit health-wise. And all those poor, uh, depressed kids who committed suicide, they don't get to come back. I don't know if you know that. But the teachers' unions got their way, and that's what's important. Never forget uh, and uh, even the New York Times is, uh, in its fawning, uh, just vomit-inducing interview with uh, Anthony Fauci, 
was talking about mistakes that were made, and clearly schools were kept closed too long. I mean, even they're admitting it, Fauci in the New York Times. So, uh, Misinformation number four, myocarditis from the vaccine is less common than from the infection. That's not true. Uh, it's much more common after the vaccine, especially among young males. I will tell you this. It's it's subclinical, mostly subclinical, which means there would be no symptoms and there would be no ill effects unless you checked them for it. So I think this was overblown in a lot of cases. Not all cases, though. Some people got very sick from that. It's inflammation of your heart lining. Uh, number five, young people benefit from a vaccine booster and need to get it right away. There's never any any evidence whatsoever that jabbing the kids much less repeatedly was doing anybody any good. They're not vectors for the disease. They weren't affected by the disease uh, in significant numbers. Tangentially to that is the fact that despite what the media claimed, every parent in America was not just waiting for the opportunity to get their kid vaccinated. Please approve that next shot because most parents didn't. Right. I'll never forget. But most didn't. You bringing us uh, Margaret Brennan of uh, Meet the Press. Just saying, when can I get my baby vaccinated? Just bizarre. Yeah. In, uh, misinformation number six, vaccine mandates increased vaccination rates. No, all those soldiers dishonorably discharged, all those nurses laid off, all those firefighters laid off. It didn't raise vaccination rates at all. We could talk about why if you want. A uh, recent study from George Mason University details how vaccine mandates in nine major cities had no impact on vaccination rates. That's interesting. They also had no impact on COVID transmission rates. So they sacrificed people for no good in their jobs and their careers for no no positives. Misinformation number seven, COVID originating from the Wuhan lab is a conspiracy theory, I would add, that must be suppressed by major media in the United States. I know you don't need me to tell you this. Multiple U.S. security agencies are now saying, yeah, that's at least a strong possibility. That's what the FBI has believed for a long time. Misinformation number eight. It was important to get the second dose of vaccine three to four weeks after the first dose. Turns out, no, it wasn't at all. Uh, Number nine, data on the bivalent vaccine is crystal clear. Dr. Ashish Jha famously said that the data is crystal clear. To date, there's never been a randomized controlled trial of the bivalent vaccine. Uh, The study he cited uh, used data from eight mice. The data are crystal clear that young people should not get the bivalent vaccine. This writer writes, uh, blah, 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 and misinformation number 10, one in five people get long COVID. Uh, UK studies seems to think it's more like 3% have residual symptoms lasting 12 weeks. It is a fascinating syndrome from a medical perspective, long COVID. Well, I, and it I've seems it. to be a number of different things. Yeah. I mean, what are they? do they count any lingering symptom as long COVID? Because I still can't taste sweet. All right. Uh, That's an interesting question. I don't know that. But given the fact that this insidious bastard of a disease and, you know, uh, my hallmark is fairness. You know, you people running around saying it's just the flu. You're you're fools. But, you know, that's fine. You get to be. Um, It's an insidious disease that had neurological effects, circulatory system effects, digestive system effects, just respiratory, obviously. An insidious bastard of a disease that's affected a lot of people in a lot of weird ways, and we're still trying to figure out what the hell it is and what to do about it. And and we certainly sympathize with y'all. Some of that stuff, I would say, they turned out to be wrong about, but we didn't know at the time. Plenty of that stuff Mm -hmm. we should have known at the time. Because there was plenty of evidence at the time. But even with the stuff that we didn't know at the time, how about next time around, we don't 
demonize people as either evil or stupid who say, you know, I'm not sure that that's true. Because it turned out in many cases they were right. Yeah, you you make a great point. On that list are things that were done because they really wanted the public to comply to save lives, but just were wrong or hasty or overconfident. But then there are also things that were all about politics, like the schools. I mean, number one, that was all about politics. The record was clear. We were howling it on the air, as you know, that Europe was doing great with schools open. Red states, their schools were open. Blue states, the private schools were wide open. Right. Two blocks away from the public schools, and they were doing great. Yeah. I'm, the well, teachers' I, unions just wanted to extort more money. Yeah, I lived that circumstance myself. Yeah, it's just amazing. Um, I worry about overselling things. I don't want to, you know, promise something's going to be great. Then you listen to it and think, yeah, it's okay, because then you won't stick around next time. Right. Can't oversell this Kamala clip. Really can't. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. And Bill Maher is plagiarizing Joe Getty. Wow. The Armstrong and Getty Show. All on the way. I level that charge. My attorneys are in charge. and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Getty Show. Uh, we talked about this earlier. An astounding poll. What percentage, if you're asked the question, are things in the U.S. out of control? <laughs> this might be my favorite poll question of all time. <laughs> Nearly three quarters of Americans say yes. Things in the U.S. are out of control. I would say yes also. Just to the, the overall feeling. Well, and we didn't, the last time we chatted about this briefly, we, we didn't even mention uh, rioting and lawlessness being permitted. Yeah, the fact that I got that video that I tweeted out yesterday of a target that is now locked up everything. Everything is locked up. Not just some things, everything, because it's the only and, way you can stay in business. And do you remember where that is? Uh, San Francisco. Yeah, naturally. Um, right. So uh, only 5% of people want a Biden-Trump rematch. That's likely what we're going to get. We got a, you know, a major war in Europe. China getting all jumpy. Inflation. There's plenty of things going on to make you think, Things are out of control. And we got an ancient president who announced yesterday, and he's on there on, on the video with Kamala Harris at his side. And so she's the backup to his uh, brain given out on him. God help us. And this is what she sounded like this morning. So I think it's very important, as you have heard from so many incredible leaders, for us at every moment in time, and certainly this one, to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present, and to be able to contextualize it, to understand where we exist in the history and in the moment as it relates not only to the past, but the future. So you, wow. you said earlier, who's going to speak truth to power? I've listened to podcasts from people who've had the job because you you hire people to do this. I would, too. You have somebody that can tell you, you know, how did that speech come off? How did it look? You know, should I do this? Do I use my hands too much? Should I say this more? You hire people to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. Presidential candidates, vice presidential candidates, senators, everybody does. And I've listened to podcasts from people who do that. And the fact that nobody has sat down Kamala Harris and say, you've got this habit of you say something and then you repeat it three times without ever... Saying anything else. <laughs> I've heard she's a bit rigid and doesn't like instruction. Doesn't that, like being corrected. That is the knock. So listen to this again. I mean, really, really listen to what sh- the words. It's She's ad-libbing, obviously, and she's the worst at it of anyone I've ever heard. I've heard plenty of people wing it, including myself. When you you know you don't know what you're going to say, you're on the spot and whatever. You know whether it's a you have to stand up and do a toast at a wedding, or you you, you get called up in a meeting you forgot was happening, or whatever. But I've never heard anybody wing it worse than her. No, it is so clearly a desperate attempt to fill time by somebody who has no ideas. <laughs> Here That's you go. her problem. So. I think it's very important, as you have heard from so many incredible leaders, for us at every moment in time, and certainly this one, to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present, and to be able to contextualize it, to understand where we exist in the history and in the moment as it relates not only to the past, but the future. (laughs) Her ability 
to express inane, obvious thoughts in a tone that implies that she's really laying something heavy on you. Yeah. Is part of what makes it so awful. Which is always my question. Does she sit down and think, God, I am the S. I killed it. I killed it. Or does she sit down and think, God, I got to start preparing. That was rough. I've done that before. I've given a book sure. report where I wasn't prepared and sat down and think, I got to quit. That was horrible. <laughs> yeah. But, jeez, does she feel that way or not? And it sounds like it was an event where she knew the event was coming. She was probably sitting there during a long introduction. Get your thoughts together. Have something to say. I'm worried about her being president. Oh, I'm terrified by the notion. I'm serious. What the hell is she going to do? China attacks Taiwan. You know, you look at the George Bush thing. Remember that moment where he gets the word in his ear? The second tower mm-hmm. has been hit. And he's got to speak, you know, 10 minutes later to the nation. But For us she's... at every moment in time, and certainly this one, mm. to see the moment in time in which we in exist. To- in like you said. Present. Right. She's going to stand not up. Not only the past, but the future. Right. Yeah, we get it. She's going to stand up with World War Three on the brink. She's going to stand up and she's going to say, an attack by China is, is an attack that not today, but yesterday and in all days is an attack by China. That I mean, ah! yeah, yeah. You know, she achieves a certain exquisite nonsensical thing in it. And I'm reminded of one of my favorite paragraphs of all time. H.L. Mencken, my hero, writing about Warren G. Harding. He writes the worst English that I have ever encountered. It reminds me of a string of wet sponges. It reminds me of tattered washing on the line. It reminds me of stale bean soup, of college yells, of dogs barking idiotically through endless nights. It is so bad that a sort of grandeur creeps into it. It drags itself out of the dark abysm of pish and crawls insanely up to the topmost pinnacle of posh. It is rumble and bumble. It is flap and doodle. It is balder and dash. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think Harden ever had anything like what you just heard. Wow. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. 
as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Wall Street Journal out with details on why Tucker Carlson got fired. Which are the first I've heard, so maybe we'll get to that in a little bit. You know, I saw that, and I have also an account from one of our beloved listeners that has all sorts of interesting information. So, yeah, let's touch okay. on that yeah. this half hour. Um, so, uh, I don't know. How do you how do we approach this? Why don't we play this clip first? This is Bill Maher, his show Friday Night. Uh, I think it's self-explanatory what they're they're talking about. Go ahead, Hanson. Like Chicago, like most of the the shootings are young black men killing other young black men. Is that not correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, much more than than what the cops do. Why doesn't anybody talk about that? Well, I mean, uh, why aren't there uh, you know a uh, uh, hundred giant black celebrities who would have the respect of those people saying, "What are you doing to yourselves? Why are you killing each other?" So that was uh, part of the screed anyway, and uh, I think he's 100% right. Um, You can tell that I think he's right by the fact that I unleashed a screed Thursday or Friday last week that was almost precisely the same argument. Um, And and, and uh, Mar is clearly plagiarizing from me. The sincerest form of flattery is imitation, so I'm fine with that. You did say that last week, and I did just like one of the guests on his show did. I drank from coffee kind of turned my head to disassociate myself very uncomfortable with the conversation as one guy did on bill maher he's like drinking his coffee kind of wide-eyed like oh you're not supposed to go here it's really weird that we don't go there or it's 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 uncomfortable going there in some cases you get in really big trouble for going there it's so factually true i mean you can you can prove it statistically up and down back and forth all over the country right that it, it, unfortunately, if you're a young black man who's going to get shot, the most likely situation by far, and it ain't even close, is another young black man shot you. It ain't white cops. Yeah, if there's a demographic group that thinks black lives don't matter, it's young black men in particular. Um, and it's 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 an odd situation we find ourselves in where. Um, and oh my gosh, this is such a great example of that taxonomy of the woke religion that we were talking about yesterday. Um, in, for instance, in discussing racism, there are things forbidden to say, just like in a religion. And some of those are uh, racism has declined. 
Um, police do not kill unarmed black men at higher rates than other races. Uh, Asian success is due to hard work and higher ed. You're not allowed to say any of those things. And you're not allowed to bring up the fact that most uh, you know, crime against black people is committed by black people. And if you want to make the argument that that's the legacy of racism, I'm absolutely willing to have that discussion. But forgive me for engaging in a golf metaphor. But if you... When you're when you're taking a golf lesson or you're trying to teach golf and you notice somebody's doing the wrong thing with their arms or something like that, and you say, "Oh, you gotta you, your your arms are too high. You gotta have them down here." Okay, that's fine and dandy. Except the reason their arms were high is because what they're doing with their lower body isn't right. And you can fix the arms all day, but the cause of that arm thing is not being dealt with. Okay, so if black on um, black violence is the legacy of slavery what's the underlying cause where where let's talk about every step along that way and not just make this inane argument that there ought to be reparations spread around all right what do you mean specifically let's talk about the black family let's talk about education let's talk about culture uh, culture of violence uh, let's talk about uh, you've got to take me step by step down the path so we can figure out at what point we as a society who actually care about human beings where we intercede what we do about it you don't skip to the end and say your problem is you're hitting the ball into the woods stop doing that it's idiotic i think it was on that clip because i watched more of it on bill maher where he asks where are uh, black leaders that can go around and speak to this issue because you know the anointed black leader leader i mean probably the biggest black leader in america anointed by the press is al sharpton and he uh he doesn't talk about it no no nobody practically nobody does there's no power in it. There's no money in it. There's no influence in it. There are very few votes in it. All there is is truth in it. Well, surely. And, and nobody nobody has any interest in that. They just pretend to be these virtuous characters who want to bring justice. It's a con. It's really uh, extraordinary that out of the whole George Floyd Black Lives Matter riots of that summer, when it was the number one topic day after day after day, that that didn't you know, wasn't able to be talked about as a conversation, as a separate conversation. Surely we're smart enough to do that, right? You don't, you don't want right. cops kneeling on somebody's neck till they're dead. Oh, no, of course not. Uh, condemning black-on-black black violence isn't an argument in favor of police brutality. Good Lord. If, if, go ahead. But if we're going to talk about young black men dying, um, we got to talk about who's most likely to kill them. Well, exactly. I was just going to say, if I were God or uh, the mayor of a town or the father of a large family or something like that, and somebody said, uh, your people are being killed, I'd say, by whom and for what reason? Okay? Now, I'm no genius. I'm not God nor a king. That's the most obvious freaking thing that's ever been said. And yet you're practically forbidden to say it. You know, in a what was uh, Orwell's uh, quote about, or was it? Uh, I can't remember. Um, about you know when when truth become or when the lie becomes the official story, truth be, telling the truth becomes a revolutionary act. And to skip over, okay, who's killing them and for what reasons? What's going on in favor of just bellowing about reparations and white supremacy and all? That's just so. You're either 
so perverted by your ideology you can no longer think straight or you're stupid i gotta say i feel uncomfortable saying this as a white guy but uh i wish like people who can get some attention like lebron james wouldn't say you know white cops are hunting black men out there and he would go around from town to town saying hey we gotta keep quit hey uh, hey my fellow black guys we gotta quit killing each other if LeBron and Al Sharpton's a con man, but whatever black celebrities and leaders and, and, and men and women of, of respect were to go around and simply say, I have disagreements all the time with the people I work with, the people I compete with, you know, go ahead uh, on down the list. I would never use deadly violence to solve a problem. If I do that, that's saying that person's life doesn't matter. And if that's a fellow black person, you're saying out loud with your actions, black lives don't matter. We need to stop that. And that was, you know, say it out loud, I'm black and I'm proud. You know, the, the civil rights movement in the 60s, early 70s. That's, that's what the message was. We got to be brothers and sisters. We are brothers and sisters. What the hell happened to that? Yeah, LeBron hasn't shot that guy that keeps calling him old. I've been loving that beef. So you got that guy from the Memphis Grizzlies keeps banging on LeBron for being old. You're about to lose. You're about to get bumped out of the playoffs by LeBron. So eh, you might want to keep your mouth shut. Anyway, different topic. Yeah, shooting off your mouth is fun, but uh, it's not always a good idea. Son. It really only works if you can back it up. I mean, it's 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 kind of they're connected. If you can back it up, it's awesome. I mean, nothing nails harder than shooting off your mouth and then you back it up. But right. you do it and then you <laughs> you lose in the first round. You've doubled your own humiliation. Exactly. Congratulations. Exactly. It just doesn't work. Yeah. But anyway, Bill, uh, Mar, keep uh, stealing from me, and uh, I, I, maybe have me on your show someday. Although honestly, I'd be too nervous. I sometimes watch the panel on Special Report with Brett Baer or something, and I think, man, they should have said this. They should have said that. But then I think I'd be so damn nervous, oh, which is I, weird, isn't it? That I could do. The panel on Bill Maher where the crowd is going to scream at you for saying anything that's not lefty, yeah, that would be rough. Oh, see, that's funny. I wouldn't give a damn what the crowd said. Oh, I don't want the booze and the tomatoes. Throwing I mean, tomatoes I like, at you. I like, I like tomatoes. And I like booze, or do you mean B O O S? <laughs> and then you would you'd get off a line, the crowd boo, and then you'd stand up. Whoever you say you are, I am. That's what you would do. You'd like so oh, no. on them. Hey, uh, no, what I meant to say was work. We gotta go to break. <laughs> no, let me, let me. No, oh crap. All right. Speaking of Mar, one more clip. Uh, I think he really brings the, brings the thought home in this one. Uh, Thirteen. One in three children in America cannot read at a basic level of comprehension. Uh, 85% of black students lack proficiency in reading skills. We already spent a lot of money on schools. So you're gonna keep telling me more money will fix this because I feel like this is much more connected to the problems of pe people who can't read. Yes, they're going to have problems with gainful employment. And it seems like a lot of times the solutions that come from the left seem symbolic. They don't seem like we're actually addressing what really needs to be done is get kids learning, get them reading, get them able to have a job. Yeah, you know, he's been pushing back against this, but I think there's a chance that 70-something-year-old Bill Maher has actually just become a conservative. Actually, yeah. he, is, he is literally a conservative. Uh, he's trying to conserve what his crowd used to think, actually.
but um, which makes you a conservative. But uh, yeah, for him to say we've 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 thrown a lot of money at the schools, it's not working. You think more money would do any good? Wow! Hey, I'll applaud that. I'll stand up. The liberal New York Times with a big article the other day about the utter failure of America's schools in adopting uh, this whole language learning approach, which works for a narrow subsection of kids who have a certain learning style, but it was imposed on everybody and they threw out phonics, which has been used to teach reading for hundreds of years and is incredibly effective. They threw it out because it was trendy. And they wanted to be innovators and exciting. And the left, it was it was a, another one of those completely nonsensical. Um, it wasn't Trump wasn't involved, but it was one of those conservatives are in favor of phonics. Well, I'm a progressive, so I've got to be in favor of this whole language approach, which doesn't work. And the data came in quickly and proved it didn't work. But hundreds, thousands of school districts around America stuck with it and ruined so many little kids because it was trendy and progressive. Yeah, that new math. God dang it. Those two things. Ugh. Yeah, Hurt, it's hurt just... my heart. Hurts and like my the heart, keeping... the idea of some kid sitting in school who's struggling with math. I can think of one in particular. Because it's so freaking complicated with the stupid new math. And it, they, could, they could understand the old kind. Oh, it, it breaks my heart. Yeah, and, and it's not at all based on evidence or data or science. In fact, the, the trend, the push from people like me around the country is being called, go with the science of reading it's the movement is targeting the education establishment. Again, I'm quoting from the f- left freaking New York Times here. School districts, literacy gurus, publishers, and colleges of education, which critics say have failed to embrace the cognitive science of how children learn to read. Research shows that most children need systematic, sounded-out instruction known as phonics, as well as other direct support like building vocabulary and expanding students' knowledge of the world. This has been known for years, by the way. Like I said before, I don't think the relationship with America's government schools can be saved. And I realize it's easy for me to say my kids are out of school. I don't have to pay for a private school or whatever. But I'm telling you, public schools scare the hell out of me right now. Wall Street Journal out with what they say are the details and why Tucker Carlson got axed at Fox, among other things, on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Now, they're ghosting Kamala Harris like a bad Tinder date. They're pretending she doesn't exist. In effect, in doing that, the Democratic Party is embracing white supremacy. How? Well, Democratic Party leaders plan to deny Harris a job that she has earned as Democratic nominee and replace her in the next cycle with yet another, wait for it now, white man. Let's try Beto. How about Mayor Pete? Notice the theme here? Pale and male, as they're forever telling us. (laughs) Because it turns out, diversity isn't actually our strength. Equity and inclusion are fine if you're hiring middle managers at a big company. You would never hire a middle-aged white guy at Citibank. That's probably illegal. Yet somehow, the most anti-white political party in the English-speaking world is suddenly pushing another white man for president. How does that work? So I just want to play a little of that, and uh, there are a lot of great examples out there. Because I was listening to some podcasts yesterday from People who uh, who have worked with Tucker Carlson, who know him well, including the guy who gave him his first job in Washington, D.C., Job Poderitz, Poderitz um, who regularly writes in the uh, New York Post, 
runs Commentary Magazine, hired Tucker when he was like 25 years old and said he is among the top two or three writers he's ever come across in his life and how mm-hmm. he and he and how he wished Tucker had stuck with magazine articles because he's such a great writer and how you could often take his screeds at the beginning of his show and you could have printed them word for word in a major publication. Uh, and he did that every single night because he, he is he is everybody agrees Tucker Carlson is brilliant and amazingly talented. And this was yes. from a lot of people who can't stand his politics because he is brilliant and amazingly talented. He reminds me and hilarious and hilarious. He reminds me of like the conservative version of Keith Oberman. I used to watch Keith Oberman and hate the stuff he was saying, but think that it was really clever. <laughs> I mean, the way he would come up with it or whatever. But anyway. Uh, it was a C-bomb. Tucker Carlson got fired over a C-bomb. We'll do it every time. You call one of your female bosses a C-bomb, you are probably done. That is so funny. I, I was writing a screenplay in my head the other day as I walked my dog, as I often do, and it centered around a guy who dropped a C-bomb at work. That's so weird. See you in Toledo. You cannot say that about your female boss and keep your job. That is a perfect record, I think. I think it is now... Uh, you know, <laughs> 51 to nothing for anybody who's ever tried it. So, Ugh. so the Dominion lawsuits going forward, the lawyers for Fox are trying to get a bunch of stuff taken out of the record. The, the most embarrassing stuff like, you know, Tucker and Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram bad mouthing Trump or saying, we think this is phony or whatever. They're trying to get that taken out. So it wouldn't be in the, in the courtroom because they knew how embarrassing it would be. Well, they're trying to get some of that stuff taken out, including Tucker referring to one of the female executives who he hated as a C-bomb. And he said, no, 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 no. I want that in. I want that in. Don't you take it out. I want that in. I want everybody to know what I think of her. Well, even apparently if you're Tucker freaking Carlson and you're the big dog at the network or whatever, you cannot refer to your female boss as a C-word and say, I stand by it and keep your job. Interesting. That's a lesson for everyone. That may be true. That's the from the Wall Street the Journal. Bomb, by the way. No, the part about the C bomb is one hundred percent true. Um, the uh, that's why he got fired is arguable, and and I'll tell you why. Um, we got this note from Russ from Portland. He happened to listen to uh, some Glenn Beck the other day, and Glenn on his podcast talked to uh, Bill O'Reilly, then Megyn Kelly, both ex Fox personalities. And the gist of it was they were all three in agreement that Fox News is a machine and that what matters is what the sponsors and shareholders want. Fox isn't really afraid of lawsuits, Megyn Kelly was saying. They're afraid of the shareholders and the sponsors, which is appropriate, honestly, in a for-profit business. That's your job. uh, that, 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 that. She went on to say that they get harassment claims and all and other claims about this and that about all their personalities all the time. It's commonplace. They just deal with them. But when the shareholders or sponsors complains about your content, then that's when they listen. So according to Megan, again, paraphrasing, when Rupert Murdoch calls you to heal, then you better heal. O'Reilly, Megan, Glenn, Tucker didn't heal. The higher-ups pulled back on the reins, and they all just bucked. That's why each of them are gone. And then they use those other complaints that they didn't really care about to explain why you're gone. Laura Ingram, Hannity, and the rest are good little soldiers and heal when called to do so. That's why they're still there, but Tucker wouldn't toe the line. Huh. The Wall Street Journal's version is that in addition to the C-bomb, Tucker had come to believe that he himself was bigger than the network, a cardinal Senate Fox Corp, chair Rupert Murdoch's empire, and was increasingly operating on his own island. 
He would badmouth Hannity or Laura Ingram or, you know, have the exact opposite take on a lot of stories. And in a pretty, not not in a, let me push back on this. No, in a very strident, people who believe this are idiots sort of way. Right. Yeah. And Rupert Murdoch's who, 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 Murdoch, who owns Fox News and Big Fox, and the same thing in Britain. And newspapers and websites all over the globe said, this one player in my one franchise who's uh, cancer in the locker room, I'm getting rid of him. Well, and... And Wall- I'm not stating Tucker was. I'm just paraphrasing what he might have thought. The Wall Street Journal is run by Rupert Murdoch. I mean, so he might have gotten the inside story to the Wall Street Journal about, hey, he called one of our executives a C-bomb. That's why he's gone. That's a good point. <laughs> if you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty, on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.